okay now. I'm here. Hello and welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, this is the Joel Mahalik Show. Nice to see everybody. There's a lot of people already joining in on the Facebook Live feed. So if you're listening on the regular feed, be known it that I am on Facebook Live. My goodness. Uh, Heather checking in. She checked in before we went on the air. Paulie's checking in. Terry's checking in. Frank's checking in. Holy moly. Good evening and welcome. All kinds of things to talk about tonight, uh, including some things uh, about the show and about the networks and about what we're doing here in the studio and uh, some stories coming up and Wombat of the Week later on. And so we're testing, not testing, we've already purchased the new camera. Uh, we did hear that there was some pixelation on the show last week, which I think was our first or second, it was our second foray on facebook live and there was uh some pixelation issues which i didn't even know about because you guys were so kind and didn't tell me about them so i didn't know about them until i went back and try and i wanted to watch the show after the show which i typically always do and it was pixelated and then so i reached out to some people and they said yeah yeah you know so i appreciate you not telling me but uh so we went out we actually got a 1080p camera so i hope i look better than i ever did yeah, I hope the pixelation doesn't happen uh, because, you know, we want to take these videos down and then put them back up on the YouTube channel. And that's the goal. Now, there was also, we got one or two texts after the show broadcast last week saying, hey, you're not looking at the camera enough. Well, I mean, there's a lot going on in, in, at this desk and uh, it's hard for me to constantly look at the camera. Now, what I did do is I put it in a different position so we can see if that works better. But my eyes go from naturally to the microphone. I don't know why. Then I have my paperwork on a desk, and then I got things going over here and props, and I have a tablet over here with information on it sitting right underneath the monitor. And then I have to look up here to the monitor where all the other electronic things are going. And so um, that's how, that's why I may not always be looking at the camera. So. But anyway, welcome to the program. Here's how you get a hold of us online. You want to come and join me online? That's fine. Come on over and visit joelmahalik.com. That's Joel, M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C.com. Guess what? The new site is up and it's live and it's awesome. And it's really cool. Because it's not forwarded into Facebook anymore like we talked about. Or like I talked about. Remember, I used the we because we're, we're together in this, you and I. We're having a relationship here. But... That now is the new landing page, and it goes to the 
the new site, which will get you everywhere. My producer, Mr. Tony Richards, joining in on the Facebook Live. Good evening, Mr. Tony Richards. But that site now will take you to, that's the new site, and it covers everything. You land there, you can get to all the social networks. You can listen to the show. I believe you can listen to the show live right there on the front page, I I, I believe. Uh, although I, it's hard for me to check that out because I am presenting the show live. So it's hard for me to check and see if that's really how that works. But you can get to the YouTube, which will feature not only the show videos, but also uh, the up-and-coming uh, broadcast video series, That's How Stuff's Done, or How Stuff's Done. Why did I put a that in there? It's not even in there. So that will be there. The Twitter, you can get to the Twitter from there. You can email us from there. You can contact me, Mr. Tony Richards, or you can send your Wombat stories now to the new Wombat at joelmahalik.com email address. And my producer saying that the camera looks right. Why, thank you, Mr. Producer. Uh, okay, so if you want to chat with me during the live broadcast, we, you know, up till now I've been saying sign in for free at Spreaker.com using like your Facebook account, but you might as well come over to Facebook Live. The experiment is doing exactly what I was told it would do. I was told that if I started this thing on Facebook Live, that I'm liable to this to have this become the larger audience, audience and it is. And it's great because you can see me, you can chat with me off or on the side there. I can't type back to you because I'm so busy with other things and it will be distracting me because I cannot walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. But I will talk to you like this when you send stuff in, like Frank being a smarty and saying I'm camera shy. Obviously, I'm not because I'm here on the camera. So, all right. So, uh, follow me on Facebook at JM Talk and Twitter at WQYB Radio. By the way, at, uh, on Facebook at WQYB Radio, we'll get you to the Q station site if you're interested so that's that we put that away until the next break uh it is saint patty's day weekend and um oh, i see there's a jeremy in the house hello jeremy um some friends and my cousins would like me to remind you that it's paddy p-a-d-d-y not p-a-t-t-y it is saint patrick's day so I I didn't look it up. I don't know want to know what the why it's Patty. Well, I'm sorry. Why it's Patty, Patty, and not Patty, but that's what it is. Now you can see we've decorated the microphone with four leaf clovers and also uh, a four leaf clover lay around my neck. And because it's St. Patty's weekend, I have. I don't know if I'm going to eat them yet or not. Snowballs. Green in color for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, should I be, I don't know, should I be covering that? Is that like, I don't know. There's no sponsorship going on here. And of course, I'm not going to drink green beer, but I do have green tea. Which, by the way, is really good for you. And it's going to be my friend tonight with all this talking. So I have some props. I made sure that I was being very celebratory on the program, recognizing the holiday. So, there you go. Also... And of course, my screen shuts off at the most unopportune times with the iPad. Before showtime, I guess I should put it in mode of take the screen time off, timeout off. It's what I should probably do. I really sound like a technical director, don't I? Talking like an idiot over here about electronics. But anyway, I wanted to tell you that other than being St. Patty's weekend, today is biodiesel day. That's right, folks. Biodiesel has its own day. 
Heather says my green what the green tea is gross. That's real. It's really good for you. Watch this. It really is good for you. They say, and it is good. This is like fresh brewed. So, but anyway, biodiesel day. That's a, there's a day for that. And remember, um, other than that, there's other days. But biodiesel is. Um, I don't think it's been around quite as long as diesel because they found a way of making fuel out of. used oil french fry oil so you know when someone in a biodiesel truck goes by because it smells like burger king but uh it's also awkward moments day we have a day for awkward moments and you know <laughs> we, we, we looked at look we looked into this hey john how you doing happy saint patty's weekend uh mr tony richards looked into this you can get you can apply and it doesn't cost you anything but you can apply to have a day uh, set up for you like a day of the year and uh, so he actually sent me the application and I was going to do it but here's the problem the problem is is that they will immediately disapprove anything any day that you want named after a business or a person and I wanted <laughs> Joel Mahalik day so there was really no need uh, to uh, fill out the application just knowing that it was going to go south on me pretty quickly so uh that did not happen although uh thanks to tony's research we did find out that it can be done so if i want to come up with some other type of day that didn't include the name of my show or include my name it might work i don't know but uh so there's that uh remember that uh this month of march is umbrella month and I think they should rename that. We're about to see our fourth nor'easter here in March in this area. And so I think they should actually revisit that and call it Broken Umbrella Month, as a lot of people are going to have their umbrellas broken. So, <laughs> so keep that in mind. International Ideas Month, I thought that was pretty cool. And there's a lot of other things. Also, don't forget it's Nutrition Month, so all the food days in this month is a result of it being nutrition month. Um, so not that there's many nutritious foods listed this month, but that's how it is. Okay. So <laughs> try to keep an eye on what you people are doing there in chat. All right. So, uh, so we talked about the site. The site is launched. I encourage you to go check it out. Joelmahalik.com. Tell me what you think. Uh, comments are welcome. And let us know. We're trying to keep it simple and clean and to the point, And that's what we're trying to do. Also, if you've been following the Facebook page, other big news this week is uh, we have been picked up already, like seven weeks in, I've already been picked up for rebroadcast in, uh, on Star FM in Catskill, New York. So I am uh, <laughs> pretty, I'm, I'm happy about that, I'm proud about that, I'm honored by that. So we will, um, you can catch us at 6 o'clock Fridays uh, on a replay. So yeah, so we're up now. I'm being broadcast up there in Catskill, New York, which is really cool. And uh, station uh, owner there, Charlie, good friend of mine, and Mr. Tony Richards. Hello, Kathy, joining the Facebook. How are you? And um, people just keep on getting on the train. That's good. So yeah, so big news there. Star FM, our first affiliate, um, hopefully of many to come. And the link for that is, I didn't memorize it, it's a stream link, so it's a little, 
it's it's a little uh, weird. It's not as straightforward as a regular website, but it's all over the Facebook page, and you can get it on the news page over at joelmahalik.com. Uh, I don't know how good the microphone is, but you can hear uh, the most the world's most famous schnauzer on the other side of the door uh, giving me a bunch of crap because obviously because I'm in here and either she wants to be in here or she wants something else, but we'll try to let her in and see if she behaves when I go to break in a minute. So uh, coming up later on tonight, obviously, Wombat of the Week. I got a runner-up and a winner. John, how you doing? Another John. John R.S. checking in. Uh, welcome to the Facebook Live broadcast. Uh, so we'll have Wombat of the Week. Got two more tonight, a runner-up and the winner. Uh, both of them, the theme is cars. They both have to do with cars, and you'll see how that works out. And uh, I want to talk about a new, it's not new, but it's really becoming bad. It's new to me because I've never heard of this scam, and I'm really pissed off about it. And I want to talk about that. So that's actually going to come up first after the break. And then I also want to talk about home assistance, uh, home assistant apps, sort of like uh, uh, the Alexa or the Google Home. And uh, talk, talk a little bit about that. What do you think of them? Do you have them? We have one. And... And I want to know if you guys have them. See, I kind of get distracted because I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, what are you guys doing over there in chat? I have to know. I have to know. <laughs> uh, Frank says he's checking out, going to work. Frank, man, be safe at work. Uh, and thanks for checking in. So that's all the things that are coming up tonight on the program. And also, also want to mention, I don't know, if the, I'm sure this has happened to you. Have you ever wondered if Google and Facebook are in bed together under the sheets? I mean, seriously, folks. Have you ever searched for something on Google and then come to find out it's all of a sudden in your news feed later on on Facebook? I've had this happen on the same computer, two different computers uh, at home. Today, I search for something on my tablet. All of a sudden, then I come into the studio and on my Facebook feed on the studio is... uh, (laughs) You know, the stuff I was searching on. And the first time it ever happened to me, which really freaked me out, is I was searching for something at work. And it it was actually parts for like a 22-year-old printer. And then I come home, and later on that night, I'm on my computer at home. And that printer, which they don't even make anymore, but it's in my timeline, being sold by some website like in another country. Really crazy. So uh, it, it has a lot to do with algorithms, and obviously Facebook is paying Google for this, that, and the other. But uh, you can use a, a, a site called DuckGo, and they pride themselves and advertise the fact that they do not collect data to be sold to anyone else. So if you're looking for a more private way to do that, maybe check that out. I actually just started using it uh, a little bit. And it, I, I think it might be pretty cool. So we'll have to see about that. Um, but anyway, so I'm going to get out of here, take a 90-second break, and uh, see if the Poochie wants in or not. Uh, because she is definitely out there making some noise. So I'll be back right after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? 
Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back, folks. It's the Joel Mahalik Show. I'm Joel Mahalik, and we're broadcasting live on Spreaker.com and also on Facebook Live. So, And that's where all the party is really on Facebook Live right now because the chat room is full, all kinds of stuff going on. And I want to clarify, Heather did not say that the tea was gross. She said that the snowballs are gross. I don't know. That, maybe I won't open the package at all now. I mean, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Go check out the website at joelmaholic.com. That's where everything's at. It will get you all around the Joel Mahalik universe. And uh, also follow me on Facebook at JM Talk, Twitter, WQYB Radio. Radio. So um, welcome back to the program. Thanks for joining me. Okay. See, I shouldn't look over there at the chat. I should not look over there at the chat. So, I'm being told that there was no audio during the break. And now, that worries me. Anyway, um, okay, if you know me, you know that I I, I hate scammers. Uh, I think that scammers, I think some special punishment, uh, medieval-style punishment, should be given to people that scam you out of your money and find different ways to do it. And uh, this has been going on for a couple years, but... I guess I'm so in tune and in touch with the scams that take place involving uh, technology like computers and bank accounts and identity fraud because of my line of work that I would have never have thought about this until an alert came out from our local county police department last week about kidnap scams becoming a real big thing. And I don't understand, I just don't understand, I mean, I can't, again, it's like the IRS scam, like right now, really big, the IRS scams, and they prey on the fear that you may have that you owe the IRS money. Uh, so you have those scams, you have uh, you know, the, the, the mail scams, the preying on the fear that, hey, you're expecting a package. Uh, so, it, And here's one that preys on your love for your, your kids. Uh, so basically, con artists will try to trick you in a variety of ways using a kidnap scam, and they have ways of masking. If you haven't, if you didn't know this, they have ways of masking phone numbers to make it look like they're calling you from virtually whatever phone they want people to think that they're calling from, which is scary enough, right? And so what they do is. You pick up your phone, and you have someone on the other line talking about they they've kidnapped your child. They're holding your child for ransom. Now, obviously, if you don't have any children, then you know that this is a scam. But 
you know, there's been like $140,000 in ransom monies paid in Los Angeles alone last year to these kinds of people doing these kinds of scams. And so if they latch on to somebody, let's say let, let's say a mother, right? Because a mother's heartstrings, you know, are really are are really delicate. And if they get you on a phone and they get you sunk into their scam in the first few seconds without you hanging up and they catch on they latch on to that fear, all of a sudden then they are directing you what to do. Don't hang up the phone. You need to right now get your keys, get into your car, get to the ATM, take out the money, go to this place, wire it. You know, all this, and they're walking you through, and they've gotten away with it. I'm just talking about Los Angeles alone. Now, according to Special Agent Michelle Lee of the FBI, she says about the scam, they are really, really good at making it sound like a very urgent situation. They create a situation of panic and chaos to get the victim to not think about those logical things that you would normally walk through. Okay. Uh, they may hear the alleged victim screaming loudly and then a lot of cursing, making demands and rushing the victim. So this is the kind of stuff that they, they use to prey on you. And it's been around a couple years and it just, it amazes me. It's just, again, hi, Mary Kate checking in. Hi. I'm going to talk about you in a second. <laughs> so they're doing this thing. And as usual, it's working. It must be working because scams, all these different scams, multi-billion dollar a year business. And at some point, I get so angry about these scams. And this one is, this one is very scary. This one is freaky that they can do this. And it, I would really like if somebody could come up with a way to seriously start tracking these people down because this is, this is just crazy. This is absolutely nuts that they can do this. You know, you, up to this point, you had to wonder and be cautious about things in your email text you were getting you know who was calling your phone as far as irs or medical scams or lottery scams and now you got kidnapping scams victor joining hi victor how are you good evening and heather mentions here that she saw something like this on an episode of uh, svu and criminal minds right and you know why because these kinds of shows can build their episodes off the headlines Ripped from the headlines. I'm sure you've heard that quote somewhere. Ripped from the headlines. And um, and it's scary. I, I, I would like there to be some sort of extreme punishment. And if the if you can't come up with anything, then please just give me like 10 minutes in a room with everybody you catch that does this kind of stuff. Well, that and a Louisville slugger. And we'll see what happens after that. So, um, so I guess like... The important thing about this type of scam, this kidnap scam, is like they said, you know, making sure that they, they rush you so you can't think of, of logics. And this is going to reinforce the point of knowing what your kids are and what they're doing. 
you know, because, you know, if your child goes out, if your young child goes out and down the street play with a friend or something, and then you get this kind of phone call, that's the kind of fear that they're going to be able to prey on. Um, I, I mean, in funny, not funny, I kind of think it would be pretty hilarious if they called and I knew my child was in the, in the bedroom, <laughs> you know, and, uh, if I thought about it, if I got past my initial anger that they're even doing this, I would maybe even have a little fun with them, but, uh, <laughs> over the phone, I don't know. Yeah, you called the FBI, son of a bitch, you know, and then go from there, but, Here's the funny thing. So uh, I got this got this information last week, like I said, from the county police. But then I was putting stuff together today before the show, for the show. And so I was getting this story put together, making some notes, doing some highlighting. And then I had to ask my um, daughter, who lives in Chicago, who's in the chat, a question. So I sent her a text. And, uh, then I got caught up in some other things, had to walk the dog. And, uh, so like an hour later, I'm like, she didn't get back to me. Darlene joined the show. Super fan D. Hi, Darlene. And so an hour later, I'm like, she didn't call me back. So I texted her again. And then I texted her again. Still nothing. And so five minutes or so pass, I call her. I'm looking at my phone at the texts. They just say delivered, not read. We both have iPhones, so the iPhone kind of tells you what's going on. And so now this story about the kidnap scam is in one side of my brain. The other side of my brain is like, why is she not answering the phone? Why is she not uh, answering my text? So I call her again. Still no answer. So I left one voicemail. I didn't leave another voicemail. And so I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to make dinner. Just trying to uh, calm myself down. And then she finally called. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay joined in the chat. My goodness, all these people joining. I got to really behave now. So she finally calls me back, and she was sleeping, which only like two minutes before she called me back had I even given her the thought that she was probably sleeping. And But the thing is, when your daughter lives in Chicago and you can't get a hold of her, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, you know... That worries, that worries a dad. And so I told her, I said, we have to come up with a new thing because it is unacceptable for my child to be living in Chicago, Illinois, and not respond to phone calls and texts and any other way that I, I mean, I was getting ready to resort to Facebook. I'm actually on Facebook going, when was the last time she was seen on Facebook? You know, because Facebook will actually tell you when that person was there last, you know, active five minutes ago or something like that. And so, yeah, I was in a little bit of a panic mood, so... Um, so she asked her homework assignment tonight was, um, <laughs> was that she has to come up with some, some, something that's going to work where I don't have to worry like that again. Um, that's, that's what we have to come up with. So, all right. Anyway. So the point of the story with the kidnap scam is... With any other type of scam, I try to tell people, try to use common sense. But it is difficult. And if you're the kind, if you're the person that they that happened to pick the phone up when these kind of people are calling, and you have any, if it really, if it can relate to you in any way, 
it's going to make it easier for them to latch on to you. If it's an IRS scam and you even think maybe you, uh, you, you owe money, you know, you're going to fall for their belligerent acts on the phone. You know, if they call and they say they have your child, if you have a child, you're going to instantly, and I don't care how old your child is, you're going to instantly snap into, you know, um, and put, so you, ha- so you, the, the point is you have to use common sense, but it, it's easier said than done, right? Because if they get you in that hook, then they're going to, you know, really come after you. That's the whole point of a scam and the shame of it as well. So you want to try to exercise common sense if you can. I know it's hard. And it just seems like when you think they're using the worst fear to scam you, they'll come up with something else because I just I just can't even believe. It's hard for me to believe that this has been going on and I didn't even know about it. Um, you know. But now we do, and it's and it now it drives me crazy. I have a headache from it today. Uh, okay. So the other thing that I wanted to cover, among other things, was home assistance. And uh, I recently, for Christmas, uh, I got my um, my wife a an Echo. And I can't say the name because this thing can hear you like. 30 feet away. So I got her, you know, an Echo Dot, uh, with the Amazon one. Alexa. And uh, it is pretty neat what it can do. We got a lot of home automation now. Um, thank you, Darlene, I am. It's the St. Look, it's the St. Patty's Day Clover Lay. But it is a lay. And the microphone's decorated as well. Uh, so I got it this Echo Dot, and it's cool. I got a lot of home automation stuff, too, some lights and some uh, outlets and stuff. So we kind of went, not the whole nine yards, but we went about four and a half yards. And it's neat what it, what it can do. We have reminders. We can do the shopping list. We can do a lot of neat things with it. And it's we're, only, we're not even chipping at the tip of the iceberg because there's like a million things you can have it do. A lot of it fun, a lot of it useful. But you know it's scary in the same way. Because sometimes you'll just be sitting there, you know, I don't know, like Saturday night at midnight watching TV. And then all of a sudden, she'll just say, I'm sorry, I can't help you with that. Or, you know, something that makes you feel like somebody somewhere asked her a question. And then you start thinking to yourself... Who's asking the question? Do I have a ghost in here who's asking the question? Uh, is uh, is she getting mixed up and mingled with other people's, uh, you know, devices? Because that's one of the things, right? You can actually call another device. You can actually call anybody in your cell phone's phone list using her as a speakerphone if you connect your cell phone, which we did. We connected actually both of our cell phones. And we talked to uh, Bert joining. Bert, how you doing? Uh, so we we actually we call our daughter in Chicago a whole lot, which was going to be the next step tonight if she didn't answer the damn cell phone. I would have rang her echo. But anyway, so you can do all these cool things. But then I also read a story last week that a lot of people are complaining that she just out of the blue starts cackling. 
like with this laugh, they're saying it's either, <laughs> this is pretty funny, they're saying that it sounds like either some sort of like witch cackling laugh or Hillary Clinton, uh, which I don't know if there's a difference, but I haven't had that problem. But even now that I know that people are having that problem, I think I would still react in a manner that suggests that I might jump off the couch and maybe go through my ceiling damaging my roof. Even though I know because I read about it. But that doesn't make it any easier. Especially, like I said, it's always odd times. It's always like after the wife goes to bed and Molly's going to bed and I'm just sitting there watching TV. And all of a sudden she'll be like, I'm sorry, I don't know that one. Well, good, neither do I. You know, uh, but, but it's freaky. It's like, what makes that happen? I mean, it is technology. Bert, listening from work. Awesome, dude. Awesome. I know, I'm here at work too, right? Uh, it it just makes you wonder, because it is technology, and I've said it before, we go too far too fast. Is it a flaw in the system, or is there someone else in my house? I don't know. Kind of freaky, right? So, um, <laughs> Victor's asking, will it activate a massage chair if you have one? Here's the thing. If you plug it into a smart outlet that's connected to her, yes, she will turn it on. You know? And uh, so there you have it. Yeah, it will. It'll do, it'll do all kinds of things. It'll run, I think, any home automation that you have. Um, as long as that home automation, like, and you can, you, know, you can plug anything into home automation. Uh, here's a good tip if you decide to go that route plug your slow cooker into a smart outlet and hook it up to that device and then you can remotely turn it on if you're not even home you can put the dinner in there in the morning and then during the course of the day whatever time you want to start it you just fire it up so just some different cool things that you can do with it so there are a lot of cool things you can do with it it will play trivia with you. It will play different types of games with you. Uh, we have the Jeopardy app, so we can play Jeopardy with it. Um, but I'm just not sure if I like the... I, I don't like what I'm reading about it, and I don't like what it does to me when I'm out there watching TV late at night. Uh, it's just it's weird. It's just weird. Anyway. Uh, so, um, I'm a little sore today. We got a uh, a wood delivery. We actually, we didn't need the wood. We were shorted the wood on our last delivery. And so the balance, they finally came and gave us the balance today. So that had to be, uh, it was just dumped. And so we had to load that and stack that. And there were a couple pieces that needed to be chopped. And my chopper was not available today, which is fine. It wasn't a whole lot. But man, you know, when you're old and out of shape, and maybe I'm not old, but I'm definitely out of shape. And you got to swing that axe. Man, I'm not that person. I am not that person. And, a co of course, a couple of them were like, yeah, I see that it's got a gigantic knot on the log. But I'm going to try to pull bunion this thing myself anyway. So, and that didn't work out too well. So now, you know, upper body sore. It took me like five minutes to put the lay around my neck, you know. But anyway. Bert, you think that's vodka? It's green tea. I'm sorry, you're late. Green tea. A lay with four-leaf clovers on it. Um, green snowballs, which I'm probably not going to eat now because Heather in the chat room thinks they're gross. And it's giving me a complex now. 
I shouldn't eat them anyway. Well, that's going to be for another show, folks. I'm a horrible diabetic, and I, you know, I, I need advice. Mm. I don't need advice. I need like handcuffs and a gag, and you know, that's what I need because I know what I need to do. Knowing is one thing; doing, or should I say, not doing, is a whole nother thing. So, anyway. But yeah, yeah. So, the nice thing about this being March, and not that I trust March, I no longer will ever trust March again. But, hopefully, we're just about out of the wood-burning phase. Because uh, I'm sort of done. I'm really sort of done with the stacking it and, you know. You reach that point, you know. The first year was really cool when we put the wood stove in. And then every year it's cool when you get fired up because you're like, ooh, it's cold outside and I have a wood burning stove. Then you get to like March where the, the weather's like 28 in the morning and 55 in the afternoon. And, you know, so you're burning in the morning. Then you have to let it run out because you're sweltering. And then by dinner time, you're trying to get it stoked again and, 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 and get it burning again. And then you got to watch the dog. The dog will really tell you if it's warm. Because they'll be panting until their tongue's hanging on the floor. So, I'm looking forward to it being over. And, of course, being in March, I think we're just about there. Hopefully. I can't take much more of this. I really, really can't. i got to tell you. I can't do it. I cannot do it. Wombat of the Week is coming up after the break. Got two of them for you. We got the runner-up and the winner. And I hope you're going to like both of them. Uh, so... And then we'll talk about, um, I mentioned earlier, we have a Nor'easter coming. I don't know. I, I have to talk about that, too. You know, it maybe kind of funny, maybe kind of not. I don't know. But we will mention that. I don't know. I'm being told that the audio is not going out over Facebook. I'm not sure why, but I'm going to take a break. So either you're going to hear or you're not going to hear. But I'll be back in 90 seconds either way. So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back, folks. I'm Joel Mahalik, and look at that. It's the Joel Mahalik Show, so I am in the right place tonight, thank goodness. I am told by some people in chat that the audio is going through, and I apologize if it was getting wanky because I was playing with... Well, I was playing with all the knobs over here. I don't know if I was doing it any justice, but that's what the hell I was doing. Uh, and then I heard some people say, no, 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 everything's fine. 
So, hey, if you want to join me online, joelmahalik.com. It's up and running, the new home. It's all set. We've moved into the new address, and it's a beautiful thing. Trying to keep it very simple, trying to keep it very easy to get around. Uh, Not a lot of stuff on the pages, but when you land there, and it's interesting, I have to find out, you may actually be able to land on the homepage and listen to the broadcast. So if you're not in a position to be on Facebook, Sunday night, 8 o'clock, you want to hear the show, you just go to the page, and if it's not playing live, I think you have an option to just hit the play button and it will play the live broadcast. I have to find that out. I just can't do it here because I'm working. So, But you can go there, and now one stop will get you to all the social media networks, including YouTube. Now, let me tell you about YouTube. I told you in a previous episode I was trying to get it cleaned up. Well, YouTube is all cleaned up. And what we're going to be doing is, as long as this camera's working out, and I haven't heard any complaints, is we're going to actually, I'm going to be taking the videos from the Facebook Lives off and then branding them and sending them back up to YouTube uh, to the YouTube on its own playlist for the show. Then, of course, as you know, and the start date has been pushed a little bit, so next week I'll have a definite start date, hopefully. I just said I'll have a definite start date, hopefully. Hopefully next week I'll have a more detailed start date for the video series, How Stuff's Done. That will also be there. Plus, I am uh, taking some old interviews from my old broadcast days and putting them up on YouTube because there are people that really enjoy them. And my goodness, folks, years ago I interviewed the wonderful Craig Shoemaker. What a funny, funny comedian. And I put a piece, not even a whole interview, I took a piece of it and put it up there. 3,000 views. So, I, I, I mean, I knew he was a funny guy, but... So, I'm going to continue putting up in its own playlist. We'll have interviews from the past shows. People seem to like that. So that's what's going on on the website, and you need to go check that out. I need to get off this page and get back over to see. Oh, see, Renee joined. Hi, Renee. Hello. Who else? Who else? Nobody else since I was ignoring the window. Okay. But you need to go there. It's awesome stuff. Okay. And you can also follow me on Facebook at JM Talk. And that's the Facebook page where you're at right now. Like, I don't need to tell you how to find me on Facebook because you're here. And I'm at Twitter at WQIB Radio. Uh, also on Facebook at WQIB Radio will get you to the Q, the QIB Radio Network Facebook page. So, uh, yes. So I mentioned earlier, our fourth Nor'easter of the month is coming this week. Fourth Nor Nor'easter. Fourth Nor'easter. I think I need more liquid. Maybe Bert's right. Maybe it is vodka. Our fourth Nor'easter. Uh, of March. And seriously, folks, I, I've been looking at different weather reports, different channels, different stations, different outlets, and everybody's got a different plan. I mean, I know that there's like usually what hundreds of models or dozens of models or something, but folks, based on the research that I did today, I'm happy to tell you, we're going to get anywhere from an inch to 40 inches and winds anywhere from three miles per hour to 120. I, I don't know what else to tell you. What a great job a weatherman must be. All the money you make and you can come out and just lie all day. Kind of like working for the government. But I, I don't know what to tell you. I, take your best shot at whatever news agency you have. And then uh, I guess really the actual weather report right now should be 
hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And I think that should have to be the weather report all the time. Now, Mary-Kate in the chat room is awfully happy about this, if you guys haven't noticed. And that's because we're getting bombed with all these nor'easters, which don't affect where she is, geographically speaking. Must be nice. However, when they get snow, where she's at, they get snow. So, doesn't really matter at that point. But, uh, I mean, right in this very area, different... Yeah, see, there's a good forecast. Victor put a really good forecast up in the chat room. It's just... You don't know who to trust. If you have a favorite station, like... I'm trying to think. I think ABC, for us uh, here, so 6ABC out of Philadelphia, I think we find that they're usually the most trustworthy source for weather for us. And I also, of course, I use weatherunderground.com, which is a really good weather service, and that's pretty much based off the National Weather Service. So, Which every forecast is based off the National Weather Service, right? Which is based off the NOAA. So what's interesting to me is everybody's weather comes from the same source, right? But there's, depending on what channel you're tuning into, that's how many different weather reports there are. And so I, I, I don't understand. I now really think about what I said about being a weatherman. So, I mean, the information is handed to you by one source. But if I watch 3, 6, and 10 in this area... In one night, I'll get three different weather reports. Think about that one. So that's that is the weather for you. I, I I really don't have a very good weather report for you, but that's all I have. So okay, so that brings us to the segment we call Wombat of the Week. What is the Wombat of the Week? Well, that is. A segment we do, if you're new to the show tonight, you need to know what it is. It's stupid people doing stupid things. So basically, I comb through the news, and you can help out too, which I'm getting to. But I comb through the news and find stupid people doing stupid things. And then we celebrate them by uh, electing them Wombat of the Week. Now, here's the thing, this is, and this is really positive. You can get involved. Because you can send me, if you find a story out there of stupid people doing stupid things, you can send it to me at wombat at joelmahalik.com. Wombat, W-O-M-B-A-T, wombat at joelmahalik.com. Send me that news story, and that will help me, that will give me more. Believe me, I'm, I'm sifting through a bunch, but I want more. I want it. Put it on me, baby. I want it. So, um, and you can, and then I vote on it right now. But the promising thing is, is, each week, we seem to be getting more people into the Facebook Live. So the great thing about that is I want to get it to a point where I'll present you with like three stories. And then we'll have people vote. We'll just say, you know, I'll look to the chat and we'll see what you guys think. You know, story one, story two, story three. That's how I want it to go. And I think we're close because every week we're getting a couple more people in here. And so that's, that, that's the whole thing. Um, so I ask you this, if, if you like the show, I want you to tell people about it, go to the Facebook page, share posts, share the show. I want you to share it to everybody. If you don't like it, send me an email, joelmaholicradio at gmail.com and tell me why. And we'll see what we can do. 
Because this is our show, right? This is our time. I'm asking you to invest this time to come out and hang out with me. So I want to make sure that it's worth your while. So um, I'm anxious to dig in and change the Wombat of the Week out to where we're doing live voting. Uh, and that's kind of why, like, last week I started having two. And then this week I had two again. I said, well, I'll have a runner-up and then I'll have the regular one. But here we go. Let me get into it because as I look at the clock, I'm running out of time because I just can't shut up sometimes. All righty, here we go. I said that these had a common theme, car. Think about that, car, car, car. Um, so the first one, this is the runner-up from Evansville, in Indiana. Man takes a cab to and from the robbery. Police say a 19-year-old Indiana man took a cab to and from a bank robbery and that he paid the driver with some of the stolen cash. Isn't that great? <laughs> Derek Faria was arrested less than an hour after Thursday's robbery. The Evansville Courier and Press reports that Faria reportedly passed the teller a note demanding money, but that he didn't show a weapon. Now he's being held at the county jail on preliminary charges of robbery and possession of drug paraphernalia. Uh, court records show that he had not formally been charged as of Friday morning, and they don't list an attorney for him. That's interesting because how can you, how can you, I don't know how defense lawyers get to the day. Believe me, I believe that everybody deserves a fair trial. And that's how the Constitution works, right? That's how the Constitution works. So I get it. I'm cool with that. But. Sometimes you take, do you ever, I'm just wondering, do you take a case and you just look at the notes and you look at the police reports and you look at everything and you just go, oh, hell no, 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 no. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they do it. It must be worth a lot of money. I don't know. But anyway, and I think it is. I think defense attorneys probably make more money than prosecutors. Um... But anyway, so that was our runner-up. Yeah, pretty funny. What a wombat. But here we go. Hartford, Connecticut. And I got some people from up there on the show right now, on the chat room right now. Hartford, Connecticut man steals a car to get to court for stealing a car. Check this out. Here's your here's your wombat winner. A Hartford man doing court to answer for a charge of stealing a car. Apparently, stole a car to get to court. According to the police, Jonathan Riviera, 25, was at Superior Court in Hartford on Wednesday to answer for charges of first-degree larceny and tampering with a motor vehicle involving the theft of a car in Hartford on February 17th. As he waited to appear before the judge, Hartford Parking Authority agents scanning license plates for parking violators got a hit on a white 2004 Subaru Legacy parked near the courthouse. The license plates have been reportedly stolen the car itself had been stolen because a key fob was left in it. So the owner could be sharing in the wombat. But anyway, so police kept an eye on the car. And when Riviera left court, got in and tried to drive away, they moved in for the arrest. He's now charged with second-degree larceny and taking a motor vehicle without the vehicle owner's permission. The stories are well-written. I just can't read the news very well. <laughs> so... So, wow, man, that's that's a wombat right there. Stole a car to get to court to respond to charges for stealing a car. That's taking it full circle. 
I like that. Oh, man. I'm going to drink some more of this green tea. It's good for me. I've had better green teas. I'm sorry. I'm not going to say what brand this is. But I've had better green teas. And I hope I find them again real soon. I mean, this is okay, but it could knock me off from liking green tea for the rest of my life. That's how different it tastes. <laughs> anyway. Uh, where is the time going? Uh, so if you want to, seriously... I'm getting numbers jumping in and out, and it's not giving me a chance to see what it is. I want to welcome the people in. Stay long enough for a welcome. Uh, you can get in on this. Send me your stories of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com. And you, your story can get in on the uh, phasing out. The um, I don't even know what I'm. I don't even know what I want to say. The sifting through. <laughs> There's a word I need. I'm missing. And then as we get more people to appear on the show live, then what we can do is have you guys vote. That would be cool, right? I'll just present like the three top stories that I pick and then you guys choose the winner of the week. So, and I'll have links to these two wombats on the show notes this evening or by tomorrow, whichever one comes first in my itinerary, but <laughs> Get the links so you can read these stories. I can't make this stuff up. I cannot make this stuff up. So, um, uh, yeah, Terry is saying that news stories. Yes, news stories. If I took, if I took stories of people that you deal with, Terry, uh, I would need another hour of the show for that. So, yes, stories that you read on news. And let me say this too: bona fide news. And recent news. Because the thing is, the actual winner, not the actual winner, the person that was going to be the winner tonight ended up not being the winner tonight because at the last minute, and I mean, I go on the air at 8 o'clock, I'm like 7.40. I find out that the story is four years old. And I went to the news source that published the story and raised a little hell with them because... It's not it's not relevant anymore. There's nothing in the story that says that it's like resurfaced or anything like that. But uh, so I did raise a little bit of hell because I almost came on the air and gave you a four year old story. And and you know I I dislike doing that as much as I dislike finding out that news that I'm telling you about or, or what I think are facts or not. And that's why I tell people you can't get your news from Facebook. You got to be really careful. I did not get this news from Facebook. I got it from a news source. But I could not imagine why a news agency was putting out a four-year-old story. I don't know. But that would have been our winner and at the last minute could not be. And that's why I, I, I had to get these. So, And what happened was uh, the Wombat from Indiana was taking the cake, but then moved into runner-up mode, you know, when the guy in Hartford was stealing cars to get to uh, court to respond to st stealing cars. <laughs> if you're going to be good at something, why not, right? So, let's see. Uh, I got a few minutes to kill. Uh, Bert wants to be Wombat of the Week. We're oh, Wombat of the Month. Bert wants to be Wombat of the Month. I don't know why. Um, 
I don't think so. You guys are awesome. Tuning in to the Facebook Live feed. Um, I'm a little concerned. Victor did say, I saw a few posts back. He said that the video was kind of going uh, going out or wobbly. Did anyone else see that? Or was it that amazing uh, mobile device that maybe uh, he's on? Anybody else? Was I going in and out? Wombly? Pixely? Anything like that? Throw it up there in chat so I can see. Of course, I'll take a look tonight too. And if it looks good, good enough. So, see, there's another one. Says it got a little pixely. I don't know. You know, we put a lot of money out for this camera, hoping that was it. But I guess I never really considered the fact that Facebook, of all people, would not be up on their game. Would not be able to handle Facebook Live. So, I don't know. My initial reaction was, I don't want to take video like that and then put it up on the Facebook channel. Or the, uh, you know, I'm getting it all confused. Putting it up on the YouTube channel. Uh, so, but I guess I, I still will. I can't do anything about Facebook. You know, they know what they're doing, right? <laughs> Has to be Facebook. I tested the camera. I did like a half hour test on it, and I don't think it's the camera at all. So, Facebook, get your stuff together, man. Ruining my show. Uh, okay, next week, uh, one of the things we're going to do next week is I'm going to have... You remember a couple weeks ago, I played some music. It was awesome. That band sent me two new CDs. Uh, high, they were called High Cotton. Now they're called Pixin. And they sent me two new CDs since they changed the name of the band. I can't wait for you to hear some of this music. So I'm going to figure out what I like the bestest, bestest. And I am going to play it next week. So we're going to play some music next week. It's independent so the YouTube police can shut their mouths, handcuff themselves. And uh, so I know we're going to do that next week. And don't forget, I need a couple more entries over on Facebook. What did your mother say to you that scared the hell out of you? Uh, I need some more responses on that Facebook post. And then I can make a subject out of it. I'd like to. I really would like to. I think that would be fun. I think that would be funny. And, uh, and and I got some plans as the weeks go on. We're going to be talking about reality shows coming up here in a couple weeks uh, with a different twist. Think about that. Not just talking about reality shows. We're going to be making a little twist about it. But anyway, so really I want to thank everybody. I'm humbled by you all coming here and joining me on Facebook Live. Thank you very much. Check out JoelMahalik.com so you can check out everything I have to offer and will continue to offer and grow And then we'll see you next week, Sunday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. And I can't wait to see you back here then. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. (laughs) 